Who's your daddy? Boom! We are off with another episode of Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Alan Snyder, here with my boy, this little piggy, Zach Elias. What's up, Zach? If the episode title says anything, we could both be called Daddy tonight. <laughs> God. How you doing, buddy? Yeah, I think I look about as good as I feel. I'm on literally no sleep. I've been up since, well, yesterday, but at minimum 5 a.m. because my daughter needed surgery today on her earlobes. The cheap Claire's earrings we bought, the backs embedded into her ears, skin grew over it, it got infected, and hilarity ensued. Full wow. anesthesia, the whole bit. She oh, was wow. cracking jokes at the doctor's office. I was in there having a conniption. I must tore the anesthesiologist's head off for saying the wrong thing. Would you say you're having a better or worse day than Derek Chauvin? I mean, mildly better, at least at home. Uh, no, it's, it's a better day than he's having, but he deserved his day. I did nothing wrong. Oh, my God. Before we crack our beers, please, please tell me you saw the clip of Nancy Pelosi that's been circulating the internet. Did you see what she no. did? No, I got my hot takes on how I went from Mike Wilbon today. I saw ESPN to watch PTI and they had their, their coverage of the show up in Charles. So I went for that. Pelosi is outside and she goes, thank you, George Floyd, for sacrificing your life just so we can get justice. And it, it was the most tone deaf thing ever, dude. Awful. It was like, oh, yeah, like, thanks, dad, for having a gambling addiction just so we could experience what rock bottom is really like. I mean, I've been working on an analogy. Nothing works. But it's one of those like, what? 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 Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty tone deaf. That's that's not it, good. It was really bad. But Zach, niche real yeah. quick, do you know where Nancy Pelosi is born and raised? I do, actually. And if there were a comment like that, Baltimore, Maryland. <laughs> Very nice. All she right. escaped and moved to California and changed her name. Booze Your Daddy, the podcast. We put these episodes out on Tuesdays live on Facebook. You can download them, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify on Saturdays. Today is 420, like while we're doing this, but it's overblown. I'm not into that. I thought we would take a real hard pivot from what we're supposed to do today. And we hard would- pivot, huh? And Oh, it's a hard pivot, but- we are end up talking about the marvelous date night that we had the other night. Just Can we drink before we talk about how we crossed swords? Let's do it, Zach. What did you drink today? I'm drinking a Red Stripe. It's beer. Hooray, beer. Hooray, Red Stripe. Hooray, beer. But I got my problems with the Red Stripe because I always thought it was just a cute, smaller bottle, but the same fluid. No, it's 11.2 fluid ounces, not 12. I always thought they squeezed 12 into the same squat bottle. So they J on the price that, per ounce is well, higher. That, that's one of my problems with Peroni. We've talked about this. Remember we had Peroni's disease? We had that episode. Yeah, we so, both have Peroni's disease. I have since t- said this enough that I've gotten an answer back on why it's like that. It's the fluid ounces thing. It's like a Le Big Mac and, you know, Le Royale with cheese. Like things don't convert. Yeah metric system that's italy this is from jamaica let's see if you gotta spit and hit jamaica it's right there you can't try no jamaica queens maybe oh jamaica queens (laughs) nevertheless in spirit of today's episode i think your new nickname i didn't know what this episode was about for (laughs) two minutes ago so go on one of my favorite companies single cut out of astoria they made something here called big in japan ddh ipa one might say there's a pretty cool label there um but yeah some say i'm big in japan Yes, but this is the gay episode, as, as the title says. What does that have to do with Japan? Big in Japan, I assume, is a penis reference. Ish. Because their schmeckles are real small or because you've got something special down there? All right, Please. let's release the Kraken. Yeah, all right, let's get nuts. Beautiful. L'chaim. L'chaim is right. Zach, I just want to come out and thank you, not come out come for out. real. you got to watch the, the, the euphemisms in this episode. The whole thing is one big gay joke. You don't think I'm doing this on purpose, Zach? No, no. You said... 
All right. We play softball together. We did a little outing last week. And By the way, you weren't on the team because you were too cheap to pony up for this league. You just, you just come up and cheer us on and heckle. You went right over my outing joke, but it, it was about me moving and not having the chance to do it. So I just want to say that. Happy 420, Amanda. She's stoned right now. Aren't you like. Oh, you she's, know, po- she's popping any day. Pregnant? Yeah, she's not stoned at all. Baby's going to be stoned. There's a bar over in. Hell's Kitchen, which I've gone to a million times, that it's always a good time. It's called You've One- gone there alone, you said. I have gone there alone because I play softball. I've never like taken the train down there to be like, oh, I'm going to go to this gay bar. But basically, we have softball. I'll go there. It's called One, Two, Three. They do dollar sliders, $2 shots, and $3 beers. And it's a good time. That being said, I took you there before a game and had no idea what was about to happen. Yeah, in two seconds, I realized this is a gay bar. Two seconds, we walked in. So, what are we doing in a gay bar? Like, it's this is what it is. I had and, no idea. And you said, so, by the way, you've never been hit on when you go there alone. So, you're clearly not as cute as you think you are. Maybe I'm only cute to girls. Like, I'm big in Japan. I don't know how many times you hit on recently at the, at the girls' bar. That also doesn't happen. That's more yeah. of a misogynist. My gaydar is absolutely broken. And it took me a very long time. I mean, the waiter who came by, like, I guess he was kind of dressed up, maybe a little more effeminate, but you picked it out right away when you just he looked at the- He thought we were on a date, the two of us. He, he, de- he just he thought definitely. I was on a date with some non-cute guy. I could do so much better than you. The ego on you, you could not. You should be lucky to have me in right. life and on this show. <laughs> it got real weird when you were like, this is definitely a gay bar. And I said, I don't know if it is. And you turned around and you said- there it says no dancing on the walls and then took a picture yeah it's a picture of you next to the sign and says no dancing there was one woman in there who could have kicked the crap out of every guy in the place and and that was pretty much how it went you ordered me some you know drink no Uh, we we had there i was deciding i I actually took a picture did we want to get the screaming orgasm shots or the do me again shots and i appreciate that you took a screaming orgasm with me i did and to answer ron's thing he paid, but then he asked my wife for Venmo. This cheap heap. I wasn't going to charge you, but then I got stuck with the bill at the other bar, which was three hundred dollars. I was like, "Yeah, no problem." All right, I, I, I'm on a I, team at a hot dog. So yes, Jenna ended up re- ended up reimbursing him for our outing. Was that the gayest thing you've ever done? I mean, probably recently, gayest thing I've ever done. Off the top of my head, yeah, it's up, it's up there. Well, have your people call my people for next week's episode. Yeah, I have to think if I, you know. Gone to fourth base with someone else, but one, two, three, fourth base. That's exactly. the name of a bar. There you go. Gayest e thing I- and you. Yeah, go on. <laughs> of course, I was going there. Yeah. All right. I'll just be honest. Uh, my gaydar, I, I don't know ever. I really am just like, all right, everybody's having a good time. I mean, my very first birthday in New York City, which, you know, as I'm moving out of the city, I'll you get a first little birthday in New York. <laughs> That'd be one hell of a gay bar. Yeah. But we, uh, my first birthday, I was in New York City for that birthday here. I, what was it, my 24th or whatever? And as I'm leaving New York City, you know, I'm kind of walking by a lot of places like, oh, I remember that. And oh, I've been there. And there was a bar in, I guess, isn't 50th and 9th. It's called Mr. Biggs. I went with some friends. We, I think we did karaoke, which was a good time. And then I brought them to this bar. You brought where- them. I was like, hey, everybody, because there was some, what are they, they're called barkers, people that pass out the two-for-one drink special coupons in Times Square. That's what they're technically called. So you and got invited to a gay bar by a Times Square Elmo? <laughs> I think this was before there was that many Elmos. It wasn't quite <laughs> Giuliani's Times Square, but I don't think there was Elmo back then. Go on. And I basically said, oh, they're doing two-for-one margaritas. It's like $5 a drink. So I had a gaggle of friends come to this bar and- <laughs> 
I had no idea it was a gay bar, like no clue until years later when there was just a big rainbow flag out there. I was like, oh, when did this change? And it, the mascot is like a bulldog on this thing. It's like Mr. Biggs. And then it, I just had that like aha moment of, oh, it's always been like this. Yeah, that was the right with you. The second time I, I've been to any sort of gay establishment. The first time was for business. So it was me and another friend of mine. He was an agent. I was a manager of uh, real estate companies. We still are, but different company. And he, he was trying to land an account for a landlord that had several buildings. Okay, fine. He said he was going to bring me with them. We did some comps. We did our work. The guy goes, okay, meet us after work. Meet me at this bar. I don't remember what the hell it was called. I walk in there and it's like six o'clock in the evening. Just looks like a happy hour place. Feels like an after work kind of place. I look in the corner and there's a boxing ring. I'm like, okay, maybe it's a sports bar. Maybe it's something. I didn't really get it. I was like you, I just didn't get it until I go to buy the first round of beers and there's no one behind the bar. And a guy like emerges, no shirt on. <laughs> then I looked around the room another time, and the whole scene changed. You know, the were there whistles where they're like Woo! the whole thing. Yeah, like literally the exact same crowd, the exact same place, looked totally different upon the second twirl around the room. It's like you had that shallow howl moment where it's all of a sudden yeah. like everything changed. We were talking about really they- got the account. <laughs> Maybe you should have taken your shirt off. It might have. Well, that probably did. That would have definitely, you know, sealed the deal for no. Especially with the guy I was with who's pushing three fifty. We were talking before the show about like just the name of this episode, and as we sit here and joke around about this, like we, you and I are both very openly like not homophobic. So it's like I'm not saying anything bad. It's just one of those like. You know what I tell my patients whenever we start talking about this? Is I always say like, because I have people that come and they go, so do you have a partner or a significant other? And I'm like, are you asking me if I'm gay or straight? And they're like, well, we don't want to assume. So, no. every, so all your clients assume you're gay? You're no. throwing it out there. Having the, big, having the menu from one, two, three doesn't help hanging on your wall. <laughs> no dancing pictures online. Yeah, exactly. It's just one of those things where like my line I always say is, look, if you don't like gay marriage, don't get gay married. Like I personally don't like being intimate with other men. But if that's your tickles, your pickle, God bless. Don't care. Yeah. Good. All what you said. Get nuts. So yeah, this- do whatever you want, as long as I don't need to be, you know, now as long as I'm not present, what do I care? <laughs> or involved or, or actively pulled in. I think I told you this the other day, and I, I think you said you didn't know this. Do you know I played hockey my whole life? Like, of all the sports I ever did, I hockey. You, you played. I thought it was more casual. I didn't know you played for the Maryland hockey team. Like I played for the Maryland Club roller hockey team because the commitment was way less than doing ice hockey six nights a week. I always say, like, I'm better than anybody you know. Probably not. Other than Duncan. I, well, no, I know someone better than him, too. I, I have a friend who probably would have gone pro if he had just huh. tried a little harder. But nevertheless, you're better than most people I know. This guy is like, yeah. he plays like 4 a.m. top flight at Chelsea Piers and some billionaire's team who recruits only the best of the best wow. so that he can win. Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, have a, I have a friend who could have went pro back in the day if he could have gotten his life together in so many yeah. different ways. He actually got a minor league tryout, and they're like, you just have to lose 30 pounds. And he was like, no. And, yeah, and, and never, <laughs> sounds about right. Never no, I, went this, I went to this guy's bachelor party, and he actively looked for a place that would allow two hockey teams worth of drunk guys to goon it up. And like then me and the other guys who weren't really great because like so we skated around and played during like the, the intermissions. They had a full th- you know three period game. It was actually breathtaking to watch while I helped I helped polish off you know the thirty rack next to me. We showed up because they're good. We showed up there with I think one hundred and twenty beers 
and they were emptied by the end. This ring just didn't care. It was a Boston team that he's from versus his New York team. He said that the in the Boston team, he was the New York team better are better players. The Boston team is better drinkers. <laughs> so we got hammered the night before. These guys came out like a house on fire. The New York team came out hurting. They couldn't play. They couldn't hack it. That's very, that's um, very stereotypical. It was, it was nuts that thing. So I felt tougher, by the way, than walking into a strip club with literally two hockey teams behind me. Oh, You're an yeah. animal. Anything goes. Uh, pretty much. You, you know, yeah. you, you'll take on the bouncers that night. Yeah, they were pretty animals, these guys, too. I was tame in the corner. All right, so maybe it's just my life growing up. Do you know how, is the word homoerotic hockey players are? Like, homoerotic. Homoerotic. Like, is that the right word? on to buy the hockey players. It's essentially what you just said. No, so, maybe, that, maybe that's maybe not I what know, I mean. But I'm willing to learn. Tell me how homoerotic hockey players are. Uh, maybe, maybe more, hockey players are a different breed. Like, the way you bleed and sweat and cry and whatever, I mean, I, I can't tell you how many hours I've sat in a hockey locker room after a game and just really drank. Small. Bigger in Japan. Yeah. Just drank with a bunch of naked dudes. I mean, usually people are dressed, but like, you know, it's a communal <laughs> shower. It's a communal shower. You're drinking they beers. A you, you go, you sit and like, it just is not a big deal. But I have also played hockey where like there was a guy back in the day who the last thing he put on was his jock strap and his hockey shorts. Like he would be in skates and, and then he, of course he would just, just torment hanging brain like- yeah, everywhere. Just, it's just one of those things where like, I've grown up with like the same way. Like I go places and like my fraternity friends, when we do these little trips, it is very like, put the towel on, make sure you're covered. Don't j- I am used to just hanging dong wherever I go. It just does not matter. So you're a locker room guy? Like in the old guys in the locker room, you'll just stand there and talk about stocks and weather just with your schwanz hanging out? More in the shower, but the, I won't be unnecessarily naked like when we're talking. But if I'm in the shower and I'm having a beer, maybe the conversation lasts an extra couple of minutes. It's just not a big deal. Yeah, it's not a big deal. Your word's not mine. I'm, um, a, sho- I'm a shower, not a grower. I don't know about all that. Well, good for you. Hats off to your lady friends or your man friends. Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge locker room guy. I'm not necessarily covering up in a gang shower, but I'm certainly going towel in the sauna. No. I'm not laying there just, you're not towel in the sauna? You're just um, everything out? I actually, my skin is so sensitive, I can't do saunas. I would just break out in eczema the next day. How manly. Yeah, <laughs> how, Jew- how Jewy is what it really is. Exactly. For you I, then, but oof. I tell you this to segue into something that came up on one of my college hockey trips. We're sitting there one night, you know, as we're they like, came you know, up, huh? drink and- another one. <laughs> drink. Exactly. One of the guys that I used to be really close with, he turns to a couple of us and we were like just hanging around one night. He goes, what would you do? Because we've all played hockey so many years ago. He goes, what would you do if somebody on your team came up to you and was like, Zach, I I can't help myself, but I have feelings for you. I'm wearing his hockey clothes or is he wearing nothing? It doesn't matter what the conversation okay. is. He just he just I says, would be very polite and say, you've, well, well you, thank you. You've showered with him. You've seen him naked. He's seen you naked. I would I would I would thank him for the compliment because I don't get complimented compliments like that male or female often. But I would you know obviously say no and and you know please put the robe on. <laughs> so we went around yeah. and most people are like, yeah, I don't know if that's for me. One guy stands up and goes, <laughs> I would be so happy if that ever happened. And I said, why? He goes, do you know how many naked men that guy has seen playing hockey in his life? And he chose me. I'm the one. He came out. I was like. That's the schwanz I want. <laughs> well, good for him. He said a huge schwanz, but maybe he just distracted from my my oeuvre. Throw back, call back to last week. It doesn't have to be about my, you know, call back yourself. Schwanz. Yeah, I'm calling back that? myself. But you can't do that. Oh, That's a geez. thing. Self callback. I had a self callback last night on the couch. While we're talking about big dicks here, Zach, 
I stayed up on Saturday night to watch that horrible, horrible boxing MMA fight, the Jake Paul Ben Askren. Do you know what that is? Do you know what mm-hmm. happened? Two I uh, it was two minutes in the first round, but I stayed up and it went on forever. There were multiple concerts in between each fight. Yeah, I'm assuming as a casual fan, you don't even know the highlight of you're not even a casual fan. The highlight of the night was the co-main event. Do you know what happened in the co-main event? No, I watched the the main event, though, and I I saw it on replay, but no, I didn't see the co-main event. Co-main event had two guys I've never heard of. My buddy Pablo, who's a big boxer, he knows the one. He's like, oh, this guy's legit. They could actually go. Well, the, the I think the Hispanic guy was beating the daylights out of this white guy who had teal hair and he looks silly. That happens. And in the fourth round, fifth round, he turns in with a hook that you couldn't tell if it hit from the angle, if it hit him right in the bread basket or in the gabanza beans. And the white guy drops. And for yeah. about 10 minutes is rolling on the ground and had to be stretchered out of the ring and back to the locker room. Ten minutes. I've seen UFC fights where people take kicks directly to the nuts. Yeah. They, sh- they showed the replay. Not only did it not hit him in the schwanz, not only did it not hit him in the stomach, it was to the ribs and he missed the punch. The guy was getting beat up so he bad. He faked, punch. He, just he, faked it. he faked a ball injury. Yeah, what a pansy. It was so bad. I was sitting there in bed. I was like, why did I stay up for this? I If, if I ever want to stay up for two YouTubers or anything like this, where a guy who had a hip replacement a year ago and had was clearly, you saw the guy, he was very out of shape. He probably took a kickboxing class twice leading up to this. I want to give you permission to kick me right in the teeth. I'll kick you in the teeth. I saw a worse ball, uh, ball injury over the same on, on Saturday, my daughter's t-ball game. All the kids line up across from each other like they're good Tomomansky videos. And, <laughs> I'm yeah. Fred Griff. Back to back to back AAU titles. These kids could use some Tom Mansky. These kids are <laughs> that's a great kid, that's a great reference. Yeah, one kid threw a ball so awry sideways it went between my daughter and the kid she was playing catch with and hit the kid next to them square in the nuts oh. as he released his <laughs> ball. He had it was out of central casting. He went down to the knee, fell over, tears, just couldn't <laughs> stop crying. I had to turn away. I couldn't take it. I was the only parent laughing. This poor kid, I died. And I saw, and it was like, so I was watching my daughter. I was, so I was watching her. I saw this thing happen. Oh, man. Slow motion right in front of me. I, could, I felt bad for the kicks. Everyone's been there. It hurts. Yeah. And there's no cups at age seven. His little. He also, his yeah. little testicles haven't dropped yet either. Well, they're not going to anytime soon. They're like somewhere up in his mid- midsection right now. Um, <laughs> I'm okay. Yeah. I'll play shortstop Look, next exactly. game. Exactly. This little ball hit, hit the whole thing, the twig and berries. Oh, my God. It got Wait, it all. You got the beans above the frank? Exactly. He went to the knees, keeled over, and then the waterworks. And nobody gave a shit. Nobody came and helped him either because at least <laughs> it's like still playing their game of catch. Just a man down. <laughs> why did your why did your daughter miss the ball? Is the better question. She didn't. Was she the oh, thrower between them? Yeah. Oh, it was. There was no way it was between the two kids and hit this kid right in the schwanz. No, she was pretty solid. She made the play in the field better than I played the other day. <sighs> I wasn't going to bring up the trash that you one, are. Oh yeah, please. I had one bad throw. The one that I had the range for. I'm forty. I don't get that ball anymore. You also stroked a ball in softball to left field, and I was the third base coach, and you're rounding through, going, "I'm going to die. I'm going to oh, die." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, oh, I have two home runs on the season. I, I can't run like that anymore. Rod Katz, put some dirt on it. Yeah, I'm going to grab some dirt yeah. and shove it down the kid's pants. Yeah, that's that's a felony in most states. Speaking <laughs> of felonies and getting hit, how's your nanny doing? You said she took a cinder block to the face? The size of the rock grows each time she tells this story. The fish <laughs> was this big. 
No, she took a, a, a good-sized rock to the eye. She's fine. The stitches came out. She's probably going to sue this kid who God knows if his parents have any money. His mother's like a dental assistant in Washington Heights. It's going to ruin them. Uh, whatever. As long as I don't have to show up in court, I don't care. Speaking of people, I want to rock to hit them in the face. You saw the Marcus Stroman play over the weekend, the behind the back, and then he dilly-dallied it. All right. People, what is the worst part of Marcus Stroman? Last week, we kind of said, shut up and dribble. That's option A. That he opted out last year? Uh, no, no, no. Let, let me do this. Option A was the shut, the fact that he won't stop talking. And he also he also had like a Twitter rant this since we've had that. Option B, the color of his hair. Option C, the color of his glove. Option D, that throw. better still not be... Keep going. Option D, that throw he made to first base after that first play, which was horrendous. And option E, the fact that he wears the number zero, because that gets my vote. Really? It's an O for Strowman. It's it's the zero. It's zero. Yeah, it's like Adam Adovito wearing the O also. No, it, it's it's that he won't stop talking. The, so the, you're, you're number one, that he just yeah, can't. The, the amazing play, the bad throw, okay, that happens. It shouldn't happen. He's a professional athlete, but it shouldn't Did you happen. see he threw that straight yeah, into the ground? He spiked it. Yeah, and it rolled luckily to out by an eyelash at first. It should have been out by a mile. The hair. The hair yeah, is absurd. The it's hair absurd. is absurd. You know, and, and the schmata shower curtain that he's wearing under his hat. Yeah, it doesn't shower bother hat. me. People do that. Shower hat? The do rag is different than the shower hat. The shower hat's no good. No, I, I don't need the to glove hear. being what is that like a pale blue? It's disgusting. Yeah, it's left over from his uh, Blue Jay days, apparently. Oh, Not is it really? Great. Yeah. Oh, I didn't Either know that. way, it, that's what they said. Either way, I, I just don't need to hear him. I'd rather see him pitch, and he's pitching well. That should be what he's paid for. He's not paid to comment. He's not paid for his opinion. I don't want to hear about social issues from Marcus Stroman. I can get that from Pelosi if I want to hear, you know, get all enraged. Nancy Pelosi, hon. No, I just don't want to hear any of these guys talk unless they really have something to say. Like, I don't mind hearing LeBron talk. He's a well-thought-out guy. He's a star. He's got a real platform. He's a flip-flopper. I'm not a LeBron guy. I don't 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 mind hearing him talk, though. Whether I agree or not, I don't mind it. Marcus Stroman's a number three pitcher on a middling team. Who the hell is he? Middling team? When's the last time the Mets were in first place and the Yankees were in DFL? DFL, Ron Katz. That's got to be like, I don't know, 80s maybe. I can't, maybe not even, maybe never. Worst um, record in the American League. Yeah. I, I just don't need to hear anyone who's not a legit so I don't need to hear the celebs talk either, but at least they've got a, a real platform. Gal Gadot. Gal Gadot is an absolute celeb. Jewish Wonder Woman? Just smoke show. Yeah, but you want to hear her sing Imagine to help the pandemic again? I mean, that was ridiculous. I want ridiculous. to hear her sing everything. I'd rather hear her sing than hear Marcus Stroman sing. Nice Jewish girl. This came up during a text conversation the other day when Judge was 99 and Adovino or whatever the hell the thing was. It was the first time in the history that both DHs were number zero and 99. And we went on this rant of who's worn zero and 99. I had to do a deep dive to find any good zeros. Basketball, there's a lot, like Gilbert Arenas and uh, Russell, Wester- Russell Westbrook. You don't know how to do a deep dive, because I found Pisha Do in two seconds, so your Italiano friend, and you said you went down a rabbit hole and couldn't even find it. Maybe he added a phantom L, but I found it in two seconds, so let's hear you go deep dive. But that's the end. They're just not in any in baseball. Hmm. No it's good, no good zeros. <laughs> Stacky time for everybody's favorite part of Booze Your Daddy. It is on to trivia time. And boy, do I have a doozy in the spirit of today's show. We are, going, we are going to be testing your knowledge on homosexuality. I got two right already. <laughs> it's not who's gay and who's not. I actually did some research for this, and I think it's a, some good ones. I'll oh, help gosh, you out. Your Google history. 
I was wondering, like, oh, God, who somebody's going to look this stuff up. You know, you can't run for me. You know what? I don't know what you know, so I'm not sure if this is going to get easier or harder. That's what she said. That's, That's what, what she said. said. Hey, win for the win. Drink. Yeah, drink. Let's hit it up. Let's let's get over the rainbow. Question number one. What popular symbol of gay pride originated in Nazi concentration camps? And I'll just go ahead and give you a hint. The rainbow it's not, flag? It, it's not the rainbow flag. You think the Nazis were letting them have a rainbow flag? The dolphin shorts? I, I, I don't know. Um, hmm. I didn't know this. This was something I was like, oh, this is interesting. Pride? You know how they put Jewish yellow stars, Ein Juden, on all the Jews? No, tell me about that. Explain that. To, let's do a deep dive. Yes, I'm fully aware of the flair they had to wear. <laughs> the flair. Ten things of flair. Ron yeah. Katz for the win. It is a wow. pink pink triangle. That I is never a, would have thought of that. Yeah, I didn't I didn't know that. But that apparently that is a symbol and that goes back to Auschwitz or huh. one of the other, maybe Birkenau. Question the second. Where does the term lesbian get its origin from? The island of Lesbos? That is correct. Did we you know why? Because <laughs> they're all so, going at it. They're all just in the, the island scissoring. I don't know why. <laughs> no, that's the strip clubs with your uh, your hockey team. The Greek poet Sappho wrote apparently about a lot of lesbian erotic things back in 1600 BC. They didn't really become famous or anything till 17th century France, but she was from the island of Lesbos, which then the term became lesbian, which I, I didn't know this until I looked it up. So I thought that was interesting. Sure. Of course, you've seen it on a map or heard of it, and you're just like, oh, Lesbos, I want to bet they got a lot of them there. And apparently that's Tons. not what they have. Tons. Don't ruin it for me. Don't ruin the grand illusion. The whole place. Wild. Question number three. What president made it illegal for the U.S. government to employ homosexuals? Let me know if you need a hint. It's it in your parents' lifetime. It feels like it wouldn't be Lincoln. Well, it feels like it would be a Republican. So then you're narrowing it down to Eisenhower or Nixon or Reagan. But uh, did you have the giveaway for being Nixon? I, I was, was just doing my, I was doing my Nixon impersonation. That doesn't do doing your Nixon. Uh, I'm going to uh. go with Nixon because his vice president was from Baltimore. Callback. Uh, <laughs> Nixon, final answer. 1953, Dwight oh, D. Eisenhower. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Question mm-hmm. number four, plus or minus 10. In what year did the American Psychology Association remove homosexuality from its list of mental disorders? Plus or minus how many? <laughs> plus or minus 10. And as I'm looking at this, I realize I didn't write down the answer. Oh, 1974. I think it actually was in the 70s. No bullshit. Yeah. Do you know that? I'll look no, it up. Just felt right. I think it was actually 74 or 75, but it I'm looking at this. Right. I wrote down so much for today's trivia. This is so God. I didn't want to get anything wrong. Question number five. You're going to get canceled for getting a year off on that. You're all this. I said dolphin shorts. 1968, Dr. John Money performed the first male to female sex change at what university? Gotta be Johns Hopkins. They're just lopping off schwanzes there. I thought you would say Maryland. Come on. Correct answer is Johns Hopkins University. Yeah. That's just purely because I'm from Maryland, right? Or maybe you've seen the surgery or had the surgery. They're very big at that surgery there. So it's known for. Schwanzectomy. All right. I couldn't resist this bonus question. Which planet is the symbol for the transgendered community? I mean, I would think it's Uranus. Or is that just too easy? (laughs) Too easy. I'll still go with Uranus. Uh, you have to say Uranus. The correct answer Uranus. is Mercury because the sign is a crescent, which represents the male, and a cross, which represents female. I thought that was very easy. But when I first saw that listed, I was like, oh, come on. Everybody's going to say easy. Uranus. I would never have known that. 
Of course, no, no. I thought it was an easy like get to say. Oh, you have to say oh, your you right. have to say your right. You have to say your right. Yeah, absolutely, without question. Wrapping up, final thoughts after that, and after being on no sleep, I'm fairly rattled. Other than that, the only other story that I thought was funny that John Oliver already covered was that uh, uh, no, unrelated to anything. Usher went to a strip club and paid the strippers in money with his face on it. That egomaniac. Oh, brilliant. I saw that. Oh, it's where genius. Yeah, that's pretty because, crazy. Because, by the way, it's annoying and ego was set, you know, man, but, you know, it could be worth something real in one day. Maybe probably not, but you never know. I would hold on to it. It's Usher no, bought. it's not exactly Dogecoin. It's not going to be worth anything. That's worthless, too. The coin I bought last week is tank, but that's a whole other story. All right. You'll have to text me what that is. Hot tips. Hot tips. Uh, yeah, it was a hot tip, and then it went. <clears throat> Straight down. Just the tips. Speaking of just the tips, as far as uh, Pisha Dole, my buddy Paul, his go-to strip club move is to go to a bank and get $2 bills. He goes, the strippers really appreciate it. I did it once. That's fantastic. That's it cost strong- double the amount, and most of them were like, is this real? Is this, I have is this- a in college who used to, used to use Sacagaweas and Susan B. Anthony's. They don't like that. Uh, and then he gets it. into it. Then you get you ever see a guy argue with a stripper? It's hysterical. It's legal tender. This is on the mint. I don't want that. It's hysterical watching a, a guy down in the seat and a stripper on the stage arguing about money. Just fantastic <laughs> theater. But you know, he would like because he was a dick about it. He like flipped them at them too. Like uh, that's not so cool. Not great. Funny, but I, I wouldn't do it. Booze Your Daddy the Podcast. Live episodes every Tuesday. Facebook, YouTube. Make sure you leave a comment. Give us a like. Tell somebody. Tell a friend. We're going to keep doing this. Live episodes come out. And we definitely cancel after this one, by the way. If we weren't can't, this was not even close to the worst things we've ever said. I guess not. Episode 73. Wow, we're getting up there. We're going to do something special for like 100 or something, but that could be a while. Dr. Allen, we out. We out. We out.